This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game, it's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is, is our, our house. house. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the House of Hockey podcast. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And this is episode four now. And we are joined by a really cool fan. Uh, she's, you know, she lives in Orange County. She's a Ducks fan, but she, you know, follows a lot of other teams because she's more of a player follower than a, a team follower, I guess you could say. So we're really excited to to have her on in uh, in a little bit. Yeah, her name's Chris. She's uh, she's awesome. She shared some really unique stories of traveling uh, to go see. She travels to a lot of different. Uh, arenas and cities to watch watch her teams and well rather her favorite players play and she's even shared a really cool story about one of the one of the players whose name is escaping me right now that really took the time to to make sure that Chris you know got a photo and they've ha- they have a very like fan friendly camaraderie sort of dynamic where they they check in with each she checked they how do I describe this so it doesn't sound weird? Breezy, help me out. <laughs> I mean, they, I think it was a, a fan, it's a fan experience at first, but yes. um, the, the person that, that Ray Ray's trying to think of, his name is Bobby Ryan. Thank so you. he used to play for the Ducks, he plays for the Sins. Um, he's been in the headlines a little bit uh, as of recent due to, um, you know, some personal struggles he's been going through, but you know, it seems as though it's turned more into a uh, a personal type relationship mm-hmm. than more of a, a fan to player relationship, which is is really cool to hear. Yeah, thank you for helping me out. And he's a he's a really good guy, which you'll hear. And uh, obviously, Chris tells the story much better than I do because it's her goddamn story. So <laughs> we'll let her tell it. And it's her guy. It's it's her favorite. Exactly. So stay tuned. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of minutes, but we have to do a couple, like just a little bit of check-in with each other. And uh, the last episode was your 30th birthday. And I'm just dying to know if 30 did you dirty (laughs) or the other way around. I feel like 30 is doing me dirty because I can't go anywhere. I had a social distancing front yard party with a couple neighbors. We sat probably about 10 feet apart. Uh, We shared an alcoholic beverage and we just listened to some music. And that's pretty much what my birthday consisted of. I I did cook some food, which was really fun. It was really, really nice and delicious. And uh, what'd you grill? Yeah. Or what kind of meat did you smoke or do? Tell tell me. Yeah, so in the morning, I woke up, excuse me, I woke up at 8 a.m. And I wanted to, so like I said, it was my, it's my dad's birthday as well. So one of our favorite things is uh, burnt ends. I don't know if you've ever had burnt ends before. Usually you make it with brisket, but you cook it for like a really long time. Um, And so rather than doing that, because I didn't want to buy a giant brisket and have to go through like 
a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. So I just got some pork belly. And so I did pork belly burnt ends. Um, I had to smoke them for four hours and there's a little bit of a process that goes on. You got to check in on them every 45 minutes. Um, so I did that for lunch and then, yeah, we hung out and for dinner we did, uh, I, I threw some hot dogs and hamburgers on, on the charcoal grill. <laughs> Try to make hey. it like we were camping. So that sounds good. Well, yeah. again, happy, happy birthday. I know Thank it's a week you. later, but wishing you a very happy birthday. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how about you? What have you been up to? I see that you've been trying to learn how to play hockey in your studio apartment. Yeah. How's that going for you? Yeah. This brilliant idea I had, guys, <laughs> <laughs> came to me in amongst this this quarantine situation where I thought, I wonder, you know, because people are posting on social, like they're doing drills in their garage and, you know, all the players are posting, uh, you know, rollerblading in the house and, you know, mm -hmm. trying to keep up with their, their stuff. And I thought, gee, I wonder if I could actually learn how to play <laughs> hockey in quarantine in my very narrow studio apartment. And everybody was like, yes. And I thought, well, as long as everybody who's following us and following me is going to help me and teach me mm -hmm. and tell me what the fuck to do, then I will do yeah. this. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, if Iron Man can build Iron Man in a cave, you can learn <laughs> hockey in your studio apartment. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going okay. I, uh, I, 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 I do need to find a stick that is the proper length. I'm borrowing the stick from, uh, Jason Withy of Pacific rank, our friend, uh, cause I, he lives close by to me and I knew he would have some sticks I could borrow and we safe distanced when he handed me the stick. Don't worry. And, well, it's, uh, it's a six foot stick. So you kept your distance. I did. I did. That's fine. That's, that's the, the Canadian, uh, social distancing measure. Yes go around <laughs> <laughs> just walk around with the stick everywhere yeah and yeah so I've been getting a lot of really great tips from people on what to do and uh I'm I'm trying to stay in the apartment with as many skills and drills as possible because I am I am legit very afraid to get on rollerblades because that's where we're at right now I'm also just mm -hmm. straight up fucking terrified to get on the ice yeah. and uh because i don't know if i said this on, on our first episode or not but the last time i actually ice skated properly i mm -hmm. broke my broke my wrist i was really yeah. young but I'm, right. I'm 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 like really afraid and when you're an adult like we don't, i don't want to get hurt i don't want to injure mm -hmm. myself i i need to like be fully functioning. I don't have anybody who could take care of me if something happened and right. not that I would let them take care of me anyway, because I'm stubborn and I'm like, I'm fine. I can shower <laughs> with one hand. Like, don't touch me. Um, yeah. cause I've broken my hand several times actually. And so <laughs> I, you know, I, I know what to do, but I, I don't want to put that energy out there. But, uh, right. so yeah, so I'm just trying to like really be careful, not hurt myself, not break my television or computer by like shooting pucks in here yeah. um but yeah it's it's been really interesting and fun and it's good to push through those fears 
like I'm a little, you know, I'm a little scared every time I try to do something, but uh, we're all scared when we try something new. So hopefully it's, you know, inspiring people. So do you, are you, you know, because I know you don't skate either, ice skate. Mm-hmm. but uh do you are you learning to play hockey right now like me or no <laughs> just <laughs> well, me just you no <laughs> um yeah I mean I know how to do a, a little bit of stick handling here and there and you know I, I played street hockey when I was younger with some neighborhood kids I mean nothing official it was just like neighborhood kids that's how we we passed the time and I, I taught my nephews how to how to play but um I'm terrified as well of getting on the ice when the last time I was on the ice my sister got really hurt and I'm like terrified of that um and then when I was playing street hockey when I was younger I got hurt I actually sliced my eyelid like completely open like to the point where like it almost sliced all the way through so I uh I am terrified to get on it and and especially now like I want to learn but I mean I don't want to hurt myself and have to go to the doctor and be exposed to everything that's going on but um, I do have rollerblades that I recently bought. I was recently inspired to to learn or how to get back on on uh, on skates and um, so yeah, by a, by a good old Canadian boy when I was up in Toronto. So he inspired me. Hopefully, I'll I'll be able to get up and out of out there and, and learn and be better. But uh, again, very terrified to hurt myself, especially in in these times. So oh yeah, and it's not yeah. like especially right now in in quarantine right i can mm-hmm. i can get some skates you can go probably you know skate up and down the the street safely mm-hmm. yeah. um but when you're learning like i need somebody to hold my hand yeah <laughs> like i need somebody there i need a safety net i need a person yeah. right um or like because it I don't have a pile of snow I could just fall over into, or there's right. not really grass where I live. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I guess, and the beaches are closed, so I can't right. um, go rollerblade along the paths there, which I would feel more comfortable doing because if I fell, I could fall over into the sand and I, I would yeah. feel okay with that. Um, so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do or what you're going to do if you like go out there. Like, who's gonna hold your hand breeze I mean I feel like I don't I probably wouldn't want anyone to hold my hand I feel like you gotta (laughs) you gotta fail to succeed I think that's I think that's a a good motto I I don't know if it's a good motto but I feel like you gotta fail to succeed if you gotta fall then you gotta fall you just gotta get back up but um yeah I mean I feel like we just gotta get out there and do it and and face the fear a little bit but obviously be careful and probably should wear a helmet Yes, probably. Oh yeah, helmet, elbow pads, wrist guard, knee pads. Like if somebody has goalie gear, they want to let me put on. Like I will put on all of the hip pads and the all the things. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I'm not all the things kind of person. <laughs> I would just rather just go out there and do it. And if I get hurt, I get hurt. But <laughs> oh, you're. So but I don't want to get hurt. So I'm at that like weird stage of I'm like, I don't want to do it, but I don't really care. I just want to be good. I just want to do it. I just want to fight through it, but we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. I'll keep you posted. Same, same. All right. Currently today, when this episode is out, would technically be the start of Stanley Cup playoffs, right? Yeah, it should be about, you know, a week out from playoffs starting. It'll be the end of the season. Um, 
that tiny little break period when uh, just giving the players a little break before they go into playoffs. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. So do you think uh, any of the guys are growing quarantine beards? Cause like playoff beards, like you think anybody's doing that? Uh, I mean, I feel like any chance for a guy to grow a beard, they're going to do it. I mean, they did the little mustaches for Austin Matthews to get up to 50 goals. Um, That was obviously cut short. Sorry, buddy. But I feel like any opportunity for a guy to try to grow a beard, they're probably going to do it. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like any excuse not to have to shave, they're all about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's some pretty legendary just regular season beards in the league. Like Jumbo Joe's beard is, Mm -hmm. you know on point that's a little out of control for my liking (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it's a little it's a little wild kind of like he is right (laughs) kind of yeah yeah well you know there's a really good solution for for that is this awesome product called manscaped manscaping have you heard of this company i have actually yeah they're uh they're pretty good with their branding I, yes. I will say they're very good with their branding. It's really funny. I've seen a lot of people, you know, promote it uh, across the board. And I feel like it's something a lot of guys need to have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're um, a sponsor of uh, the network and the podcast. And their branding and the quality of their product, they sent us a, both of us a product and uh they're really amazing and they've got um this new they're out with the lawnmower 3.0 from manscaped and it's great for you know all the things the the neck the neck beard which is you know not cute Braden holpe definitely needs one of these so manscaped (laughs) if you're listening Braden holpe send him one Yeah, (laughs) yeah i mean that's you know and like i'm not i'm also not a fan of like the neck hair the back back upper back hair on men I feel like we get to say this because you know women take care of have to do all kinds of grooming it's about time men do don't like yetis yeah (laughs) just keep it you know trim and that's what's that's what the lawnmower 3.0 does and it has all the settings like one two three and you know you can um take care of all that and just keep it just keep it looking nice and um we've also got a special discount for all of our listeners you get 20 percent off and free shipping when you use our code that's thpn because that stands for the hockey podcast network t as in tom h as in harry p as in puck n as in Nancy, that's what I always say, um, at manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use our code. I mean, you can't beat it. A happy trimming, everybody. It's a great gift idea too, you know, if you need to subtly hint to somebody in your life that you don't want any gross neck hair or Yeti hair, uh, just, mm-hmm. just order, just go to manscaped.com and send it to them, put it in the mail and, uh, you know, be like, Oh gee, wow. Maybe yeah. I should try this product. <laughs> keeping the distance, keeping the social distance. Exactly. You know, or maybe it's on purpose distance. If you don't like his, uh, his manscaping. Exactly. They've got all kinds <laughs> of products that, uh, can help help men out from you know from head to toe head to toe it's a good way to put it head to toe 
So we'll leave it at that. Go to manscaped.com, 20% off free shipping. Use the code THPN because that stands for the Hockey Podcast Network. This week, we're joined by someone who may have appeared on your Instagram Explorer page once or twice with her player photography. It's the one and only Chris, a.k.a. at All Tyler's Fault. Welcome to the House of Hockey. Super excited to have you here. Yay, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Never been on a podcast before, so this is kind of a kind of new, kind of different. <laughs> it's a new one. Well, welcome. And uh, how about you tell us a little bit a little bit about yourself? A little bit about me. Wow. Okay. Well, uh hockey fan, of course, first and foremost, a hockey fan. Um, I have teams yeah. that I like and players that I like, but I tend to follow players more so than teams. So that's that's kind of my deal. Ooh. But when I'm not uh, doing hockey, then I'm uh, I have, my job is actually outside of the rink. Um, I work at a hospital, and like Ooh. lately, that's been sort of a crazy thing. So even harder to do without my escape. Where's my hockey escape? It's horrible. But um, well, you um, have I your also, hockey, hockey escape here with us on the podcast, exactly. on the House of Hockey this podcast. Is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, then we can still talk hockey even though we can't watch any. So that's, hey, second best thing, right? So um, I also yeah. I also like uh, music. I'm a big music fan. I play piano. I play the guitar. So I play a couple instruments and that's fun too. So that's, it keeps me busy. Well, nice. <laughs> well, I, I want to- I play the banjo. All right. Oh my gosh. We need to get a band together. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get a band together. <laughs> With a banjo and I guitar. can do the marketing and, and the hosting, but I can't participate in any other aspect of the band. So. You don't want to be yeah, a singer. You want to do some karaoke. Yeah, there we go. Girls, I, I cannot sing. I talk Tambourine. for a living. Tambourine, Tambourine. I can do. Tambourine, I can do. Okay. You can do that. Okay. We'll need one of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Chris, thank you for you know, being a first responder and, and helping, helping everybody out right now during this really crazy, uncertain time. So thank you for everything you're doing on behalf of me and Breezy and everybody listening. I know we owe you a big thank you and all the support you're giving the people at the hospital. That's it. Definitely appreciated. Thank you. And my word to everybody is just we appreciate do what they say. Stay indoors. Don't go out if you don't have to. <laughs> and this will be over faster if you do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, let's talk some more hockey and not hospitals, because like you said, this is a you, you need a little escape. Yes. We all need an escape yes. with something. And we all really love hockey, clearly. So you said you're a hockey fan first and foremost, which Breezy and I would agree with that statement as well. So who which teams do you follow and which players do you follow? And tell us a little bit more about that being more of a, a fan of certain players as opposed to teams yeah well um started off if I wasn't one of those people who got into hockey like as a kid or had my parents introduce me to it or anything like that my my family is completely like they don't watch hockey they're more basketball fans they're Laker fans so um <laughs> hockey thing came about though I had an ex-boyfriend many many years ago who was a Kings fan and his mom worked as a district manager for Staples. So he said to me one day, he's like, oh, we're going to go to the hockey game. And I'm like, hockey game? Why are we going to a hockey game? And he's like, no, it's the suite. It's the executive suite. There's free food, free booze. I'm like, oh, heck, okay. Free food, free booze. I'm there. Let's go. So we went. And this was back in 2006. 
and uh, you know the the Kings weren't they weren't doing too good in 2006. So every time we went, mm-hmm. I was like, "Why the heck are your team always losing?" <laughs> and he was like, "They're not losing; they're rebuilding." And, you know, he was like very passionate about it. And uh, I, one of the games that I saw them play against was against the Ducks. And um, just because it pissed him off, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to be a Ducks fan." And he said, oh my God, no, you can't be a Ducks fan. You cannot. And so of course I did just to piss him off. And uh, so I kind of loosely followed yeah. them, but it was like such an exciting thing, even though you've got free food, free booze, whatever. There's like guys doing amazing things on the ice. They're skating. I mean, I can't skate. I no, no way. Um, and they're like, we, we can't skate <laughs> oh, either. Awesome. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't skate. I can't do any of these things they're doing. And they're just like speeding up and down the ice and they're huge. They're like, you know, six foot five, like huge guys actually managing to do these things and not like fall on their face. Well, some of them fall on their face, but usually they don't. <laughs> and I think a, you know, fight broke out like in one of my first games and it was just like, yeah, this is so exciting. I love this. Um, yeah. Did you shout anything when you saw them fight? Um, I'm pretty sure I did. I think at first I was like, wait, they can do that. You know, they're, they, they're actually not going to like, you know, where are the reps? Where are the reps? What's going on? Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I mean, I have to admit it is one of those things that will get a non-hockey fan to pay attention is like, oh my gosh, there's fighting. Now, you know, many years later and after all the things that they talk about with, you know, the concussion issue and all that, I I have a a different view on fighting, but um, at the time, Mm -hmm. heck, that's what made me a fan at first. So, (laughs) you know, I'm going to be honest there and give credit where it's due. Um, But (laughs) yeah, so um, I live in Orange County, though. So even though we went to a lot of Kings games, um, it was a lot easier to see the Ducks. So that made it kind of like, okay, well, if I want to get a hockey fix, then I'll go see the Ducks. And then in 2007, they won the cup, which, of course, I rubbed into my ex, my ex's face. And by this time, we were pretty much breaking up anyway. <laughs> so I don't know if it helped our cause, but eh, that's okay. No need there. Would you, would you say the freeway face-off was the, uh, the cause of a breakup? Because I feel like people who aren't like Ducks-Kings fans don't really like know the extent of the freeway face-off and like the rivalry that's there. Yeah, you know, I, I really don't think it helped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was the direct cause, but I, I don't think it helped. I mean, he, he like okay. hated the Ducks. And so it was, to me, I didn't really care at the time. I was like, whatever, it's hockey, it's fun. Um, But Mm -hmm. yeah, that that relationship ended and then I was just full into the ducks. And- um, (laughs) Well, you had a Stanley Cup, so. Yeah, we had a cup and there were some amazing guys on that team. You know, you you knew about Solani, you knew about J.S. Shiger and they were just, you know, they just seemed like stand-up guys. So when I saw them do different things, I thought that was, you know, kind of a cool thing that the the club would have so many different personalities on one team. It wasn't just a team. It was like, oh, a bunch of different guys and they have their own thing. Right. Um, and then I, I went to one of their charity. They had a charity event one one day with one of the one of the uh, older players, one of the veterans and then one of the rookies. Mm-hmm. And the rookie was Bobby Ryan. But nobody knew who the heck he was or anything. And I had heard yeah. about his story. This you know, was probably in 2009 or something. I heard about his story, what he went through and everything to get to where he was at. And it was just very inspiring. Mm-hmm. You know, everything he had dealt with yeah. as a kid, with his family and everything. So, you know, I went thinking, oh, wow, I'll actually get to meet this guy. This would be really neat. 
And when I did, I, I got really nervous and I couldn't say anything. I like saw him and then I couldn't say anything. And I just stood there with my hands up on my like, Oh my gosh, it's him. And, <laughs> and he was so sweet though. He came over, he said, Oh, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. And he gave me a hug and everything. And I was just, I was really floored. Like this guy is, is such so down to earth. It was amazing. Right. Um, and I decided, I'm like, Oh man, you've got a fan in me. I'm always going to be your fan. Um, and he, yeah. he was just, it was neat. Just even that one, um, event, he ran into me at another event a couple months later and he recognized me. He actually came up to me. He said, Hey, Hey, Chris, how are you doing? And I was like, what the, Oh my gosh, you remember who I am? And it was, wow. it was amazing. Like, you know, he doesn't have to pay any attention to anybody really. He's just there to play his sport right. and do his thing. And, you know, to spend that extra time with a fan, you know, it was like, what maybe just a couple minutes but to me it was like wow this is just incredible so then he went on later yeah. that year and scored that hat trick against the kings and then everybody knew who he was so <laughs> it was like one of those things <laughs> it was like oh okay now he's really popular and everybody loves bobby ryan but he's he's actually been just an amazing person to me he's kept in touch with me too through all these years so um yeah. that's yeah, so hey, I you'll have to tell him you were on an awesome podcast and oh. uh, he should come on it. Uh, hey, I'll I'll send him the link. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he does give a very candid interview, so you know. <laughs> but um, so you know, the Ducks are my home team because that's how I get to see all the other teams when they come to Anaheim. I get to see them play there. Um, so of course, now I'm a huge Sens fan too. I followed Bobby when he got traded, and that organization there is no shortage of drama with them. I swear it's, it's like they just, they're lightning rod for it. Uh, crazy. Yeah. So of course there's him and then, you know, various stuff players that I've grown to love. Usually it's because they do an event where they're doing outreach with the fans, either a community event yeah. or a fundraising event. And you get to actually see what their personalities are like. So, you know, that's right. the kind of, of thing that I really like. Uh, the guy doesn't have to be a superstar or anything, but if he just seems to be a hard worker, who's also just a really nice mm -hmm. person, then that's, yeah. that's like my kryptonite. Then I'm all, Oh, I'm all about you. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. It doesn't take much to be a, a decent person. Yeah, so exactly. when you, when you find a decent person, it's uh, it's easy to be a fan. Exactly. Of. And it doesn't matter so much what team they're on, you know, because I, I tend to like the, the players and the personalities a little bit more than, than the teams. The teams, I just look forward to, Hey, okay, this team's coming to town. When are they going to be at Staples? When are they going to be in Anaheim? You know, so I can see them play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so you've obviously i've seen on your instagram that you've traveled to to quite a few arenas um what would you say is probably like your favorite trip that you've gone on or favorite arena oh. like was there a you know a, a cool spot you were like you visited or anything like that that you know you feel like is beneficial for for people listening to make them want to travel to more road games yeah yeah actually a lot of people do it now which is is they good do. to see a lot more people do it now than like maybe 10 years ago. Um, right. I think like my first road trip was out to Arizona and that was because I was following mm -hmm. a player, of course. Um, <laughs> Who were you following? Which player? <laughs> it was a uh, Matthew Lombardi. I don't know if you remember him. I mean, he's, he's since retired, but he, yeah. 
a couple of my first Ducks games were against the Flames. I have no idea why, but it was always Ducks versus Flames. I think maybe nobody was coming to those games, so those were the ones that were cheap. I, I'm not sure. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I saw them play the Flames all the time, and he was like this speedy little guy that was just going all over the place on the ice. And I'm like, who the heck is that? Number number 18, who is that guy? And I, I looked him up. This is before a lot of social media took off too. So, you know, you had to actually look somebody up. You had to actually like go find their, their interviews online if you wanted to see something. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just fed into your Twitter feed like it is now or on your Instagram like it is right. now. Um, but yeah, so I heard his interviews. He seemed once again, like one of those hardworking, really nice guys, had, you know, just very down to earth. So I was like, oh, I really like that player. And then he got traded to Arizona. And I was like, oh, Arizona is so much closer than Calgary. I can do this. So yeah, so that was the, the summer of 2010 or something. I went on my first road trip, got in a car, drove five and a half hours to Arizona, um, Glendale. Actually, I took a friend with me. We were like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And Arizona at the time was they had a promo for their home opener. It was against the Columbus Blue Jackets. But they were like, OK, 25 bucks buys you a lower bowl ticket and a free T-shirt. So we're like, oh my gosh, more free stuff. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. For all of that. So we're like, oh, let's do it. So, yep, we went. They got their butts handed to them. It was horrible, but it was still an awesome game. Lower bowl. We got the t shirts. We drove back to California, like, oh, we're doing this again. We have to do this again. So, since then, I go awesome. out to Arizona like three or four times a season just, you know, to see the Coyotes play and sometimes against the Ducks. Sometimes, you know, it actually doesn't really matter. I can watch any team play, really. Um, but it's just fun, and I've met people there. I have some really great hockey friends that are Coyotes fans. And, you know, nobody ever thinks, they always go, oh, Coyotes, they don't have any fans. Actually, it's a very passionate fan base. They've, you know, had some hard knocks with the arena situation and everything, but it's a really good fan base. Yeah. Um, and the team knows it too. The team, like, they kind of go out of their way to do events for the fans because they know they can't just survive on their name alone. They're not going to fill the seats just because, oh, it's a hockey game. No, they do the outreach and they do the, the like, clinics for kids to grow the sport. Um, and it shows. It shows them the stuff that they do. So that's that's one of Chris, my favorite who are some of your players that you're following, you know, currently? Currently? Oh, goodness. Let's see. Um, David Perron. I've liked him since his first stint in the, in the Blues organization, and now he's on his third. Is that what it is? Something like that. Back and forth, back and forth. He yeah. was a duck for a while, and then he was, yeah, then he went back to St. Louis and then ended up in Vegas and then back to St. Louis. So um, I follow him, and... Um, Tyler Sagan, of course. Look at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> anytime. Um, I'll look at him anytime, any day, anytime, exactly anytime on the right. every Sunday on Hunks <laughs> Hunks of Hockey Feed. So wait, exactly. is that how you Sagan got your Sundays. Instagram name? Was was from was from Tyler? Or well, is it different? He, yes, actually. <laughs> I had so a lot of friends. Okay. Tell everybody oh my gosh. the Instagram handle again and then tell us. So the the story. handle is all Tyler's fault. And it's because it's all his fault. That's why I have Instagram. I had a bunch of friends tell me, oh my gosh, you do photography. You need to get on Instagram. You should put your stuff on there. And I was like, eh, I don't want to do more social media. I already have Twitter. It takes too much of my time as it is. 
And then they told me, yeah. oh, well, you know, Tyler Sagan posts on there. You should see some of his videos. You should see some of his pics. Sometimes he's shirtless. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, I have to check this out. So I, <laughs> I started the Instagram and yeah, it's all Tyler's fault because he's the reason I'm on there. <laughs> I love it. Oh. That is a great story. Not too many people and know so, that. <laughs> now everybody does. Yeah, I know, including probably him <laughs> if he sees this though. Oh, crap. <laughs> he love. he's gonna love it are you kidding come on the guy posts pictures of himself without a shirt on any chance he can get That's you know true, he right? you know he wants to hear that <laughs> he's he's actually yeah the couple times i've met him he's very he's he's really cool very chill guy <laughs> yeah who else have you met what are some of the other players oh, and and stories do you have any great stories you can I... share of meeting players besides the one you shared yeah i have a lot of crazy stories like strange things happen um give us one. Oh my gosh what's a good person here so come on already just give know. us one <laughs> i know um well i went with a friend to the nhl award show this is something you know they do it in vegas every year and the first couple of times they started letting fans go, I went to support Bobby. He was nominated for a Calder, it's probably 2009 or 2010 or something. And they had no idea what to do with the fans that were there. So they kind of just let us walk all over the place, which was great because, you, you know, you go into a place and you realize, oh, there's players here. Oh, there's players here. And then they started to get a little bit more, you know, wise to it. And they were like, oh, okay, they set up ropes and areas where you could be and couldn't be. All right, all right. But it was still fun to go. Um, they had a lot of things for fans to see and, you know, even if you weren't going to the actual awards, I think I went to the awards just once, um, because okay. otherwise it's like a $400 ticket, like, Ooh, for an award show, I, I don't want to spend don't really like, so. Yeah. And you don't really get anything out of it. I mean, it's just like, the yeah. players have to have them don't even really speak really good English and they're just like, uh, bye. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Right. So yeah. yeah, it was more like, oh, I don't really want to do the award show, but I do want to do the red carpet because, you know, I, mm -hmm. I have to have my camera there and I'll be shooting them on the red carpet. And as long as I get like, you know, an opportunity to take some good pictures, then I'm all about it. So um, we'll do the free stuff like that. Uh, I dragged a friend along with me, although she didn't really have to be dragged. She was like, oh yeah, let's go, let's go. So um, it was the 2015 one and we did the red carpet. So we saw everybody walk down in their suits and there was like Carrie Price in a really sharp suit and Pecorine, who I swear was like the, he was like the Susan Lucci of the Vesna all the time, always <laughs> nominated, never won it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Pekka, one of these years is going to be your year. But he was there, very nice. Like, you know, most of the guys were really nice and they look good. And, you know, it was like, it's a nice event. And then as it was wrapping yeah. up the red carpet, uh, a guy approached us. He was in a suit. And he came up to me and he said, how many are in your party? I'm like, how many in my party? Um, I don't know why. And he said, oh, because I've got, I've got three tickets. You have three people? And I'm like, shoot, yes, three people. Okay, sure. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, it's me and my friend, but we can find a third. Just, you know, give me your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're giving me. And so, yeah, he gave us tickets to the show. Um, and it had a pass for, you know, for the actual like bottom floor of the show where all of the players wow. sit before they go up and get their awards too. So my friend and I were like, holy crap. And we invited some other random fan who was standing there too. We're like, hey, you want to go? Okay. So he went, he was a, he was a Philly yeah. fan. So he's wearing a Flyers jersey. I'm wearing my Senators jersey. Um, 
my friend, I think she wasn't even wearing a jersey. She's wearing like a denim jacket. But we were like totally casual, you know. And all these other yeah. players are in suits and their their wives are in gowns and we're just like sticking out like sore thumbs. But they basically gave us those <laughs> tickets. We went in, we sat down on the floor with all of the players around us, and it was like, oh my gosh, look, 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 there's Brent Burns. Oh my gosh, there's Carrie Price. It was amazing. It was so cool. And after the award show, we were all herded into the same room off stage. So now you're like standing there in this room with Pecorine on one side and Gary Hoodler on the other side and Sidney Crosby in front of you, Jonathan Tate. It was like we, we died and went to heaven. And we didn't know how long that was la gonna last. So we were like trying to go around and get pictures with as many players as possible. <laughs> it was yeah. hilarious, but it was <laughs> awesome. And it was just like, you know, Patrice Bergeron, that's where I got the one picture with Chris Letang, where he's in his tux and everything, just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. We were probably stuck wow. in that room with them for maybe like an hour, but it was like the best hour of my life. <laughs> Jeez, so rather than seven minutes in heaven, you're like 60 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was just incredible. <laughs> and for free. And I'm, so, you know, <laughs> we didn't yeah. have to pay to go to the show. <laughs> and I'm Can't assuming... The players were all pretty, you know, friendly and nice and happy to talk oh, to you, yeah. right? Did you have any, like, interesting conversations or anything with any of them? Uh, this, the actual Senators players that were there, because I was wearing my Senators jersey, they were like, are you from Ottawa? <laughs> I'm like, no, actually, I'm from California. <laughs> and they're like, we have fans in California. It was funny. It was, uh, let's see, Cody Cece and uh, Mark Stone. So yeah, they they, okay. were, they were pretty funny about it. Um, Daniel Alfredson was there too. And that was like, oh my gosh, Alfie. So we took a picture with him. Um, wow. Yuri Hoodler was walking around with his shoes in his hand because he said they were hurting his feet. So he's like got, you know, an award under one arm and his shoes under his other arm. And he's like, yeah, let's take a picture, let's take a picture. But he's like, you know, knocking people with his elbows. He was hilarious. He was he was funny, but yeah. In Vegas, in Vegas. so he just basically looked like a, a bachelorette just stumbling yeah. out of the casino at like 5 a.m. <laughs> <Exactly. a. m. laughs> With his sore feet. I mean, I think he was just like wearing socks throughout the entire casino. Like, <laughs> oh What a gosh. hockey guy, oh, what a hockey guy. But yeah, it was that was a good time. That's probably the one where you're just surrounded by hockey royalty and it was too good to be true. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of events that you've gone to, I mean, have you gone to like a winter classic, a stadium series, anything like that? And I mean, yeah. do you have a favorite one that you've gone to or anything like that? Oh, gosh. Um, I've been to, I just went to the winter classic just this past January, the one that was in Dallas. Oh, okay. Um, against yeah. the Predators. When they announced it was going to be in Dallas, we're like, oh, I'm going because it's not going to be yeah. 30 degrees below in some snowstorm. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to go. I wanted yes. to mark that off my list. And, you know, for it to be there, I like Dallas. I follow enough of them. So um, I thought I would go. Well, there. and we know you like Tyler. So there was no reason for you to yeah. not go see Tyler play. There is Tyler. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game, it's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. 
the companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this house of hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our our house. house. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the House of Hockey podcast. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And this is episode four now, and we are joined by a really cool fan. Uh, She's, you know, she lives in Orange County. She's a Ducks fan, but she, you know, follows a lot of other teams because she's more of a player follower than a a team follower, I guess you could say. So we're really excited to to have her on in, uh, in a little bit. Yeah, her name's Chris. She's uh, she's awesome. She shared some really unique stories of traveling uh, to go see. She travels to a lot of different uh, arenas and cities to watch watch her teams and well, rather her favorite players play. And she's even shared a really cool story about one of the one of the players whose name is escaping me right now that really took the time to. To make sure that Chris, you know, got a photo, and they've ha- they have a very like fan friendly camaraderie sort of dynamic where they they check in with each. She checked they. How do, how do I describe this so it doesn't sound weird? Breezy, help me out. <laughs> I mean, they. I think it was a, a fan. It's a fan experience at first, but yes. um, the the person that that Ray Ray's trying to think of. His name is Bobby Ryan. Thank so you. he used to play for the Ducks. He plays for the Sins. Um, he's been in the headlines a little bit uh, as of recent due to, um, you know, some personal struggles he's been going through. But, you know, it seems as though it's turned more into a, a personal type relationship mm-hmm. than more of a, a fan to player relationship, which is, is really cool to hear. Yeah, thank you for helping me out. And he's a he's a really good guy, which you'll hear. And uh, obviously, Chris tells the story much better than I do because it's her goddamn story. So we'll let her tell it. And it's her guy. It's it's her favorite. Exactly. So stay tuned. That'll be coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But we have to do a couple, like just a little bit of check in with each other. And yes. uh, the last episode was your 30th birthday and I'm just dying to know if 30 did you dirty or the other way around I feel like 30 is doing me dirty because I can't go anywhere I had a social distancing front yard party with a couple neighbors we sat probably about 10 feet apart Uh, we shared an alcoholic beverage and we just listened to some music, and that's pretty much what my birthday consisted of. I, I did cook some food, which was really fun. It was really, really nice and delicious. And uh, what'd you grill? Yeah. Or what so, kind of meat did you smoke or do? Tell tell me. Yeah. So in the morning, I woke up. <clears throat> excuse me. I woke up at eight a.m. and I wanted to. So like I said, it was my it's my dad's birthday as well. So. One of our favorite things is uh, burnt ends. I don't know if you've ever had burnt ends before. Usually you make it with brisket, but you cook it for like a really long time. Um, and so rather than doing that, because I didn't want to buy a giant brisket and have to go through like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. So I just got some pork belly. And so I did pork belly burnt ends. Um I had to smoke them for four hours and there's a little bit of a process that goes on. You got to check in on them every 45 minutes. Um, 
So I did that for lunch and then, yeah, we hung out and for dinner we did, uh, I, I threw some hot dogs and hamburgers on, on the charcoal grill. <laughs> Try to make hey. it like we were camping. So that sounds good. Well, yeah. again, happy, happy birthday. I know Thank it's a week you. later, but wishing you a very happy birthday. So Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So how about you? What have you been up to? I see that you've been trying to learn how to play hockey in your studio apartment. Yeah. How's that going for you? Yeah. This brilliant idea I had, guys, <laughs> <laughs> came to me in amongst this, this quarantine situation where I thought, I wonder, you know, because people are posting on social, like they're doing drills in their garage and, you know, all the players are posting uh, you know, rollerblading in the house and, you know, mm -hmm. trying to keep up with their, their stuff. And I thought, gee, I wonder if I could actually learn how to play <laughs> hockey in quarantine in my very narrow studio apartment. And everybody was like, yes. And I thought, well, as long as everybody who's following us and following me is going to help me and teach me mm -hmm. and tell me what the fuck to do, then I will do yeah. this. <laughs> so, hey, I mean, if Iron Man can build Iron Man in a cave, <laughs> you can learn hockey in your studio apartment. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's going okay. I, uh, I, 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 I do need to find a stick that is the proper length. I'm borrowing the stick from, uh, Jason Withy of Pacific rank, our friend, uh, cause I, he lives close by to me and I knew he would have some sticks I could borrow and we safe distanced when he handed me the stick. Don't worry. And, well, it's, uh, it's a six foot stick. So you kept your distance. I did. I did. That's fine. Following That's the, the Canadian, uh, social distancing measure. Yes go around <laughs> just walk around with the stick everywhere yeah and yeah so I've been getting a lot of really great tips from people on what to do and uh I'm I'm trying to stay in the apartment with as many skills and drills as possible because I am I am legit very afraid to get on rollerblades because that's where we're at right now I'm also just mm -hmm. straight up fucking terrified to get on the ice yeah. and uh because i don't know if i said this on, on our first episode or not but the last time i actually ice skated properly i mm -hmm. broke my broke my wrist i was really yeah. young but I'm, right. I'm 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 like really afraid and when you're an adult like we don't, i don't want to get hurt i don't want to injure mm -hmm. myself i i need to like be fully functioning. I don't have anybody who could take care of me if something happened and right. not that I would let them take care of me anyway, because I'm stubborn and I'm like, I'm fine. I can shower <laughs> with one hand. Like, don't touch me. Um, yeah. cause I've broken my hand several times actually. And so <laughs> I, you know, I, I know what to do, but I, I don't want to put that energy out there. But, uh, right. so yeah, so I'm just trying to like really be careful, not hurt myself, not break my television or computer by like shooting pucks in here yeah. um but yeah it's it's been really interesting and fun and it's good to push through those fears you, like I'm a little you know I'm a little scared every time I try to do something but uh yeah. we're all scared when we try something new so hopefully yeah. it's you know inspiring people so do you are you you know because I know you don't skate either ice skate right. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, do you, are you learning to play hockey right now? Like me or no? <laughs> just <laughs> well, me? Just you. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I know how to do a, a little bit of stick handling here and there. And, you know, I, I played street hockey when I was younger with some neighborhood kids. I mean, nothing official. It was just like neighborhood kids. That's how we, we passed the time. And I, I taught my nephews how to, how to play. But um, I'm terrified as well of getting on the ice when the last time I was on the ice my sister got really hurt and I'm like terrified of that um and then when I was playing street hockey when I was younger I got hurt I actually sliced my eyelid like completely open like to the point where like it almost sliced all the way through so I uh I am terrified to get on it and and especially now like I want to learn but I mean I don't want to hurt myself and have to go to the doctor and be exposed to everything that's going on but um, I do have rollerblades that I recently bought. I was recently inspired to to learn or how to get back on on the uh, on skates and um, so yeah, by a, by a good old Canadian boy when I was up in Toronto. So he inspired me. Hopefully, I'll I'll be able to get up and out of out there and and learn and be better. But uh, again, very terrified to hurt myself, especially in in these times. So oh yeah, and it's not yeah. like especially right now in in quarantine right i can i can get some skates you can go probably you know skate up and down the the street safely Mm -hmm. um but when you're learning like i need somebody to hold my hand yeah (laughs) like i need somebody there i need a safety net i need a person right um or like because it I, mean, I don't have a pile of snow I could just fall over into, or there's right. not really grass where I live. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, I guess, and the beaches are closed, so I can't right. um, go rollerblade along the paths there, which I would feel more comfortable doing because if I fell, I could fall over into the sand and I, I would yeah. feel okay with that. Um, so I'm not really sure what I'm going to do or what you're going to do if you like go out there. Like, who's gonna hold your hand breeze I mean I feel like I don't I probably wouldn't want anyone to hold my hand I feel like you gotta (laughs) you gotta fail to succeed I think that's I think that's a a good motto I guess I don't know if it's a good motto but I feel like you gotta fail to succeed if you gotta fall then you gotta fall you just gotta get back up but um yeah I mean I feel like we just gotta get out there and do it and and face the fear a little bit but obviously be careful and probably should wear a helmet Yes, probably. Oh yeah, helmet, elbow pads, wrist guard, knee pads. Like if somebody has goalie gear, they want to let me put on. Like I will put on all of the hip pads and the all the things. Yeah, I don't think I'm I'm not all the things kind of person. <laughs> I would just rather just go out there and do it. And if I get hurt, I get hurt. But <laughs> oh, you're so but I don't want to get hurt. So I'm at that like weird stage of I'm like I don't want to do it, but I don't really care. I just want to be good. I just want to do it. I just want to fight through it, but we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. I'll keep you posted. Same, same. All right. Currently today, when this episode is out, would technically be the start of Stanley Cup playoffs, right? Yeah, it should be about, you know, a week out from playoffs starting. It'll be the end of the season. Um, that tiny little break period when, uh, just giving the players a little break before they go into playoffs. So yeah, here we are. Here we are. So do you think uh, any of the guys are growing quarantine beards? Cause like playoff beards, like you think anybody's doing that? Uh, 
I mean, I feel like any chance for a guy to grow a beard, they're gonna do it. I mean, they did the little mustaches for Austin Matthews to get up to 50 goals. Um, That was obviously cut short. Sorry, buddy. But I feel like any opportunity for a guy to try to grow a beard, they're probably going to do it. Yeah. What do you think? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like any excuse not to have to shave, they're all about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's some pretty legendary just regular season beards in the league. Like Jumbo Joe's beard is, Mm -hmm. you know on point it's a little out of control for my liking (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 it's a little it's a little wild kind of like he is right (laughs) kind of yeah yeah well you know there's a really good solution for for that is this awesome product called manscaped manscaping have you heard of this company i have actually yeah they're uh they're pretty good with their branding I, yes. I will say they're very good with their branding. It's really funny. I've seen a lot of people, you know, promote it uh, across the board. And I feel like it's something a lot of guys need to have. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're um, a sponsor of uh, the network and the podcast. And their branding and the quality of their product, they sent us a, both of us a product and uh they're really amazing and they've got um this new they're out with the lawnmower 3.0 from manscaped and it's great for you know all the things the the neck the neck beard which is you know not cute Braden holpe definitely needs one of these so (laughs) manscaped if you're listening Braden holpe send him one Yeah, (laughs) yeah i mean that's you know and like i'm not i'm also not a fan of like the neck hair the back back upper back hair on men I feel like we get to say this because you know women take care of have to do all kinds of grooming it's about time men do don't like yetis yeah (laughs) just keep it you know trim and that's what's that's what the lawnmower 3.0 does and it has all the settings like one two three and you know you can um take care of all that and just keep it, just keep it looking nice. And, um, we've also got a special discount for all of our listeners. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use our code. That's T H P N because that stands for the hockey podcast network. T as in Tom, H as in Harry, P as in puck, N as in Nancy. That's what I always say. Um, at manscaped.com. So go to manscaped.com. You get 20% off and free shipping when you use our code. I mean, you can't beat it. A happy trimming, everybody. It's a great gift idea too. You know, if you need to subtly hint to somebody in your life that you don't want any gross neck hair or Yeti hair, uh, just, mm-hmm. just order, just go to manscaped.com and send it to them, put it in the mail. And, uh, you know, be like, oh, gee, wow, maybe yeah. I should try this product. <laughs> keeping the distance, keeping the social distance. Exactly. You know, or maybe it's on purpose distance if you don't like his, uh, his manscaping. Exactly. They've got all kinds <laughs> of products that uh, can help help men out from, you know, from head to toe. Head to toe. It's a good way to put it. Head yes. to toe. So we'll leave it at that. Go to manscaped.com, 20% off free shipping. Use the code THPN because that stands for the Hockey Podcast Network.
This week, we're joined by someone who may have appeared on your Instagram Explorer page once or twice with her player photography. It's the one and only Chris, aka at All Tyler's Fault. Welcome to the House of Hockey. Super excited to have you here. Yay, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Never been on a podcast before, so this is kind of a kind of new, kind of different. <laughs> it's a new one. Well, welcome. And uh, how about you tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself? A little bit about me. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, hockey fan, of course. First and foremost, a hockey fan. Um, I have teams yeah. that I like and players that I like, but I tend to follow players more so than teams teams so that's that's kind of my deal Ooh. but when I'm not uh doing hockey then I'm uh I have my job is actually outside of the rink um I work at a hospital and like Ooh. lately that's been sort of a crazy thing so even harder to do without my escape where's my hockey escape it's horrible but um well you um, have I your also... hockey, hockey escape here with us on the podcast exactly. on the house of hockey this podcast. is so perfect <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, then we can still talk hockey, even though we can't watch any. So that's, hey, second best thing, right? So um, I also, yeah. I also like uh, music. I'm a big music fan. I play piano. I play the guitar. So I play a couple of instruments and that's fun too. So that's, it keeps me busy. Well, nice. <laughs> well, I, I want play to the banjo. All right. Oh my gosh. We um, need to get a band together. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get a band together. <laughs> The banjo and I guitar. can do the marketing and and the hosting, but I can't participate in any other aspect of the band. So you don't want to be yeah, a singer. You want to do some karaoke. Yeah, there we go. Girls, I I cannot sing. I talk tambourine. for a living. Tambourine, tambourine. I can do. Tambourine, I can do. Okay. Can do that. Okay. We'll need one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Chris, thank you for you know being a first responder and and helping helping everybody out right now during this really crazy uncertain time. So. Thank you for everything you're doing on behalf of me and Brazy and everybody listening. I know we owe you a big thank you and all the support you're giving the people at the hospital. That's it. Definitely appreciated. Thank you. And my word to everybody is just we appreciate do what they say. Stay indoors. Don't go out if you don't have to. <laughs> and this will be over faster if you do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, let's talk some more hockey and not hospitals, because like you said, this is a, you, you need a little escape. Yes. We all need an escape yes. with something. And we all really love hockey, clearly. So you said you're a hockey fan first and foremost, which Breezy and I would agree with that statement as well. So who, which teams do you follow and which players do you follow? And tell us a little bit more about that being more of a, a fan of certain players as opposed to teams. Yeah, well, um started off if I wasn't one of those people who got into hockey like as a kid or had my parents introduce me to it or anything like that my my family is completely like they don't watch hockey they're more basketball fans they're Laker fans so um <laughs> hockey thing came about though I had an ex-boyfriend many many years ago who was a Kings fan and his mom worked as a district manager for Staples so he said to me one day he's like oh we're gonna go to the hockey game and I'm like hockey game why are we going to a hockey game and he's like no it's the suite it's the executive suite there's free food free booze I'm like oh heck okay free food free booze I'm there let's go so we went and this was back in 2006 and uh you know the the kings weren't they eh, weren't doing too good in 2006 so every time we went mm -hmm. I was like why the heck are your team always losing <laughs> 
<laughs> and he was like, they're not losing, they're rebuilding. And, you know, he was like very passionate about it. And uh, I, one of the games that I saw them play against was against the Ducks. And um, just because it pissed him off, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a Ducks fan. And he said, oh, my God, no, you can't be a Ducks fan. You cannot. And so, of course, I did just to piss him off. And uh, so I kind of loosely followed yeah. them, but it was like such an exciting thing, even though you've got free food, free booze, whatever. There's like guys doing amazing things on the ice. They're skating. I mean, I can't skate. I no, no way. Um, and they're like, we, we can't skate <laughs> oh, either. Awesome. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can't skate. I can't do any of these things they're doing. And they're just like speeding up and down the ice and they're huge. They're like, you know, six foot five, like huge guys actually managing to do these things and not like fall on their face. Well, some of them fall on their faces, but usually they don't. <laughs> and I think a you know fight broke out like in one of my first games and it was just like, yeah, this is so exciting. I love this. Um, yeah. Did you shout anything when you saw them fight? Um, I'm pretty sure I did. I think at first I was like, wait, they can do that. You know, they're, they, they're actually not going to um, like, you know, where are the reps? Where are the reps? What's going on? Um, yeah. yeah, but I, I mean, I have to admit it is one of those things that will get a non-hockey fan to pay attention is like, oh my gosh, there's fighting. Now, you know, yeah. many years later, and after all the things that they talk about with, you know, the concussion issue and all that, I, I have a, a different view on fighting. But um, at the time, mm -hmm. heck, that's what made me a fan at first. So, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest yeah. there and give credit where it's due. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so um, I live in Orange County, though. So even though we went to a lot of Kings games, um, it was a lot easier to see the Ducks. So that made it kind of like, okay, well, if I want to get a hockey fix, then I'll go see the Ducks. And then in 2007, they won the cup, which, of course, I rubbed into my ex, my ex's face. And by this time, we were pretty mm -hmm. much breaking up anyway. <laughs> so I don't know if it helped our cause, but eh, that's okay. No need there. Would you, would you say the freeway face-off was the, uh, the cause of a breakup? Because I feel like people who aren't like Ducks Kings fans don't really like know the extent of the freeway face-off and like the rivalry that's there. Yeah, you know, I, I really don't think it helped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was the direct cause, but I, I don't think it helped. I mean, he, he like okay. hated the Ducks. And so it was, at, to me, I didn't really care at the time. I was like, whatever, it's hockey, it's yeah. fun. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, that, that relationship ended and then I was just full into the ducks. And- um, <laughs> Well, you had a Stanley Cup, too, so. Yeah, we had a cup and there were some amazing guys on that team. You know, you, you, you knew about Solani, you knew about J.S. Shiger, and they were just, you know, they just seemed like stand-up guys. So when I saw them do different things, I thought that was, you know, kind of a cool thing that the the club would have so many different personalities on one team. It wasn't just a team. It was like, oh, a bunch of different guys, and they have their own thing. Right. Um, and then I, I went to one of their charity. They had a charity event one one day with one of the one of the uh, older players, one of the veterans, and then one of the rookies. Mm -hmm. And the rookie was Bobby Ryan. But nobody knew who the heck he was or anything. And I had heard yeah. about his story. This you know, was probably in 2009 or something. I heard about his story, what he went through and everything to get to where he was at. And it was just very inspiring. Mm -hmm. You know, everything he had dealt with yeah. as a kid, with his family and everything. So, you know, I went thinking, oh, wow, I'll actually get to meet this guy. This would be really neat. And when I did, I... I got really nervous and I couldn't say anything. I like saw him and then I couldn't say anything. And I just stood there with my hands up on my like, Oh my gosh, it's him. 
And, <laughs> and he was so sweet though. He came over, he said, Oh, don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. And he gave me a hug and everything. And uh, I was just, I was really floored. Like this guy is, is such, so down to earth. It was amazing. Right. Um, and I decided, I'm like, Oh man, you got a fan in me. I'm always going to be your fan. Um, and he, yeah. he was just, it was neat. Just even that one, um, event, he ran into me at another event a couple months later and he recognized me. He actually came up to me. He said, Hey, Hey, Chris, how are you doing? And I was like, what the, Oh my gosh, you remember who I am? And it was, wow. it was amazing. Like, you know, he doesn't have to pay any attention to anybody really. He's just there to play his sport right. and do his thing. And, you know, to spend that extra time with a fan, you know, it was like, what, maybe just a couple minutes. But to me, it was like, wow, this is just incredible. So then he went on later yeah. that year and scored that hat trick against the Kings. And then everybody knew who he was. So <laughs> it was like, what are those things? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, now he's really popular and everybody loves Bobby Ryan. But he's, he's actually been just an amazing person to me. And he's kept in touch with me too, through all these years. So um, yeah. that's, yeah, so hey, I you'll have to tell him you were on an awesome podcast and oh. uh, he should come on it. Uh, hey, I'll I'll send him the link. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> he does give a very candid interview, so you know. <laughs> but um, so you know, the Ducks are my home team because that's how I get to see all the other teams when they come to Anaheim. I get to see them play there. Um, so of course now I'm a huge Sens fan too. I followed Bobby when he got traded, and that organization. There is no shortage of drama with them. I swear, it's it's like they just they're a lightning rod for it. Ugh, crazy. Yeah. So of course there's him, and then you know various stuff players that I've grown to love. Usually it's because they do an event where they're doing outreach with the fans, either community event yeah. or a fundraising event, and you get to actually see what their personalities are like. So you know that's right. the kind of, of thing that I really like. Uh, the guy doesn't have to be a superstar or anything, but if he just seems to be a hard worker, who's also just a really nice mm -hmm. person, then that's, yeah. that's like my kryptonite. Then I'm all, Oh, I'm all about you. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true. It doesn't take much to be a, a decent person. Yeah, so exactly. when you, when you find a decent person, it's uh, it's easy to be a fan. Exactly. Of and it doesn't matter so much what team they're on, you know, because I, I tend to like the, the players and the personalities a little bit more than, than the teams. The teams, I just look forward to, Hey, okay, this team's coming to town. When are they going to be at Staples? When are they going to be in Anaheim? You know, so I can see them play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah so you've obviously i've seen on your instagram that you've traveled to to quite a few arenas um what would you say is probably like your favorite trip that you've gone on or favorite arena oh. like was there a you know a, a cool spot you were like you visited or anything like that that you know you feel like is beneficial for for people listening to make them want to travel to more road games yeah yeah actually a lot of people do it now which is is they good do. to see a lot more people do it now than like maybe 10 years ago. Um, right. I think like my first road trip was out to Arizona and that was because I was following mm -hmm. a player, of course. Um, <laughs> Who were you following? Which player? <laughs> it was a uh, Matthew Lombardi. I don't know if you remember him. I mean, he's, he's since retired, but he, yeah. 
couple of my first Ducks games were against the Flames. I have no idea why, but it was always Ducks versus Flames. I think maybe nobody was coming to those games, so those were the ones that were cheap. I, I'm not sure. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I saw them play the Flames all the time, and he was like this speedy little guy that was just going all over the place on the ice. And I'm like, who the heck is that? Number number 18, who is that guy? And I, I looked him up. This is before a lot of social media took off too. So, you know, you had to actually look somebody up. You had to actually like go find their, their interviews online if you wanted to see something. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just fed into your Twitter feed like it is now or on your Instagram like it is right. now. Um, but yeah, so I heard his interviews. He seemed once again, like one of those hardworking, really nice guys, had, you know, just very down to earth. So I was like, oh, I really like that player. And then he got traded to Arizona. And I was like, oh, Arizona is so much closer than Calgary. I can do this. So yeah, so that was the, the summer of 2010 or something. I went on my first road trip, got in a car, drove five and a half hours to Arizona, um, Glendale. Actually, I took a friend with me. We were like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. And Arizona at the time was, they had a promo for their home opener. It was against the Columbus Blue Jackets. But they were like, okay, 25 bucks buys you a lower bowl ticket and a free t-shirt. So we're like, oh my gosh, more free stuff. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. For all of that. So we're like, oh, let's do it. So, yep, we went. They got their butts handed to them. It was horrible, but it was still an awesome game. Lower bowl. We got the t shirts. We drove back to California, like, oh, we're doing this again. We have to do this again. So, since then, I go awesome. out to Arizona like three or four times a season just, you know, to see the Coyotes play and sometimes against the Ducks. Sometimes, you know, it actually doesn't really matter. I can watch any team play, really. Um, but it's just fun, and I've met people there. I have some really great hockey friends that are Coyotes fans. And, you know, nobody ever thinks, they always go, oh, Coyotes, they don't have any fans. Actually, it's a very passionate fan base. They've, you know, had some hard knocks with the arena situation and everything, but it's a really good fan base. Yeah. Um, and the team knows it too. The team, like, they kind of go out of their way to do events for the fans because they know they can't just survive on their name alone. They're not going to fill the seats just because, oh, it's a hockey game. No, they do the outreach and they do the, the like, clinics for kids to grow the sport. Um, and it shows. It shows them the stuff that they do. So that's that's one of Chris, my favorite who are some of your players that you're following, you know, currently? Currently? Oh, goodness. Let's see. Um, David Perron. I've liked him since his first stint in the, in the Blues organization, and now he's on his third. Is that what it is? Something like that. Back and forth, back and forth. He yeah. was a duck for a while, and then he was, yeah, then he went back to St. Louis and then ended up in Vegas and then back to St. Louis. So um, I follow him, and um Tyler Sagan of course look at the guy <laughs> um, anytime I'll look at him anytime any day anytime exactly anytime on the right. every Sunday on hunks <laughs> hunks of hockey feed so wait exactly. is that how you Sagan got your Sundays. Instagram name was was from was from Tyler or well, is it different yes actually <laughs> I had so a lot of friends okay. tell everybody oh my god the Instagram handle again and then tell us so the, the handle is all Tyler's fault and it's because it's all his fault that's why I have Instagram I had a bunch of friends tell me oh my gosh you do photography you need to get on Instagram you should put your stuff on there and I was like eh, I don't want to do more social media I already have Twitter it takes too much of my time as it is 
And then they told me, yeah. oh, well, you know, Tyler Sagan posts on there. You should see some of his videos. You should see some of his pics. Sometimes he's shirtless. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay, I have to check this out. So I, <laughs> I started the Instagram and yeah, it's all Tyler's fault because he's the reason I'm on there. <laughs> I love it. Oh. That is a great story. Not too many people and know so that. <laughs> now everybody does. Yeah, I know, including probably him <laughs> if he sees this though. Oh, crap. <laughs> he love. he's going to love it. Are you kidding? Come on. The guy posts pictures of himself without a shirt on any chance he can get. That's you know true, he, right? You know he wants to hear that. <laughs> He's he's actually yeah the couple times I've met him he's very he's he's really cool very chill guy. <laughs> yeah. Who else have you met? What are some of the other players oh, and and stories? Do you have any great stories you can I, share meeting players besides the one you shared? Yeah, I have a lot of crazy stories. Like strange things happen. Um give us one. Oh my gosh. What's a good <laughs> So come on already just give know. us one <laughs> i know um well i went with a friend to the nhl award show this is something you know they do it in vegas every year and the first couple of times they started letting fans go i went to support bobby he was nominated for a calder it's probably 2009 or 2010 or something and they had no idea what to do with the fans that were there so they kind of just let us walk all over the place, which was great because, you, you know, you go into a place and you realize, oh, there's players here. Oh, there's players here. And then they started to get a little bit more, you know, wise to it. And they were like, oh, okay, they set up ropes and areas where you could be and couldn't be. All right. All right. But it was still fun to go. Um, they had a lot of things for fans to see. And, you know, even if you weren't going to the actual awards, I think I went to the awards just once. Um, because okay. otherwise it's like a $400 ticket. Like, ooh, for an award show, I, I don't want to. And you don't really like. So. Yeah, and you don't really get anything out of it. I mean, it's just like the yeah. players have to half of them don't even really speak really good English, and they're just like, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly right. So yeah. yeah, it was more like, oh, I don't really want to do the award show, but I do want to do the red carpet because you know I, mm -hmm. I have to have my camera there, and I'll be shooting them on the red carpet. And as long as I get like you know an opportunity to take some good pictures, then I'm all about it. So um we'll do the free stuff like that uh i dragged a friend along with me although she didn't really have to be dragged she was like oh yeah let's go let's go so um it was the 2015 one and we did the red carpet so we saw everybody walk down in their suits and there was like carrie price in a really sharp suit and pecorine who i swear was like the he was like the susan lucci of the vesna all the time always <laughs> nominated never won it i'm like oh my gosh pekka one of these years is gonna be your year but he was there very nice like you know most of the guys were really nice and they look good and you know it was like it's a nice event and then as it was wrapping yeah. up the red carpet uh a guy approached us he was in a suit and he came up to me and he said how many are in your party i'm like how many in my party um i don't know why and he said oh because i've got i've got three tickets you have three people and i'm like shoot yes three people okay sure and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, it's me and my friend, but we can find a third. Just, you know, give me your tickets. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're giving me. And so, yeah, he gave us tickets to the show. Um, and it had a pass for, you know, for the actual, like, bottom floor of the show where all of the players wow. sit before they go up and get their awards, too. So my friend and I were like, holy crap. And we invited some other random fan who was standing there, too. We're like, hey, you want to go? Okay. So he went. He was a, he was a Philly yeah. fan. So he's wearing a Flyers jersey. I'm wearing my Senators jersey. Um, 
my friend, I think she wasn't even wearing a jersey. She's wearing like a denim jacket. But we were like totally casual, you know. And all these other yeah. players are in suits and their their wives are in gowns and we're just like sticking out like sore thumbs. But they basically gave us those <laughs> tickets. We went in, we sat down on the floor with all of the players around us, and it was like, oh my gosh, look, 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 there's Brent Burns. Oh my gosh, there's Terry Price. It was amazing. It was so cool. And after the award show, we were all herded into the same room off stage. So now you're like standing there in this room with Pecorine on one side and Gary Hubler on the other side and Sidney Crosby in front of you, Jonathan Tate. It was like we, we died and went to heaven. And we didn't know how long that was la gonna last. So we were like trying to go around and get pictures with as many players as possible. <laughs> it was yeah. hilarious, but it was awesome. And it was just like, you know, Patrice Bergeron, that's where I got the one picture with Chris Letang where he's in his tux and everything. Just, yeah. 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 It was amazing. We were probably stuck wow. in that room with them for maybe like an hour, but it was like the best hour of my life. <laughs> Jeez. So rather than seven minutes in heaven, you're like 60 minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was just incredible. <laughs> and for free. And I'm, so, you know, <laughs> we didn't yeah. have to pay to go to the show. <laughs> and I'm Can't assuming the players were all pretty, you know, friendly and nice and happy to talk oh, to you, yeah. right? Did you have any like interesting conversations or anything with any of them? Uh, this, the actual Senators players that were there, because I was wearing my Senators jersey, they were like, are you from Ottawa? <laughs> I'm like, no, actually <laughs> I'm from California. <laughs> and they're like, we have fans in California. It was funny. It was, uh, let's see, Cody Cece and uh, Mark Stone. So yeah, they, they, okay. were, they were pretty funny about it. Um, Daniel Alfredson was there too. And that was like, oh my gosh, Alfie. So we took a picture with him. Um, wow. Yuri Hoodler was walking around with his shoes in his hand because he said they were hurting his feet. So he's like got, you know, an award under one arm and his shoes under his other arm. And he's like, yeah, let's take a picture, let's take a picture. But he's like, you know, knocking people with his elbows. He was hilarious. He was he was funny. But yeah. In Vegas. In Vegas. So he just basically looked like a, a bachelorette just stumbling yeah. out of the casino at like <laughs> five AM. <Exactly. 8> <laughs> With his sore feet. I mean, I think he was just like wearing socks throughout the entire casino. Like <laughs> oh what a gosh. hockey guy. Oh, what a hockey guy. But yeah, it was that was a good time. That's probably the one where you just surrounded by hockey royalty and it was too good to be true. Yeah. But yeah. Right. Well, speaking of events that you've gone to, I mean, have you gone to like a winter classic, a stadium series, anything like that? And I mean, yeah. do you have a favorite one that you've gone to or anything like that? Oh, gosh. Um, I've been to, I just went to the winter classic just this past January, the one that was in Dallas. Oh, okay. Um, against yeah. the Predators. When they announced it was going to be in Dallas, we're like, oh, I'm going because it's not going to be yeah. 30 degrees below in some snowstorm. Yes. <laughs> so I wanted to go. I wanted yes. to mark that off my list and, you know, for it to be there. I like Dallas. I follow enough of them. So um, I thought I would go. Right well, there. and we know you like Tyler. So there was no reason for you to yeah. not go see Tyler play. There is Tyler. Yes, of course. <laughs> So that was a lot of fun. Just to have so many people in one place was amazing. All watching hockey. Very cool. Everybody was nice. Didn't have any problems yeah. with people. And even the Preds fans that were there, there was a good amount of Preds fans there. We were impressed. Yeah. Um, everybody came out. It was really exciting. 
So Chris, one of our guests who've been on the podcast, her name's Elena, Life of Elena on Instagram. And we had her on and she went to the Winter Classic as well in Dallas Uh and had an interesting experience. And um, there was a lot of crowd control sort of challenges there. Did you Mm. find that to be the same experience for you, like running out of food and stuff? Or was it, you know, all positive and puppies and rainbows? (laughs) Not too many puppies and rainbows. I think they could have handled... Um, people arriving at the arena in a better way because I felt like it was just a bottleneck and everybody was jam-packed in one area and couldn't get through so because you had to pass through the same area to either get to the like the concessions and stuff that were outside this was all on the fairgrounds and then you had to pass through that same area again just to get into the arena then it just turned into this horrible like mass of people so whereas my friends and I had planned to try to spend some time you know eating the food and everything we actually were like this is not moving let's just get to our seats we don't want to miss anything so well you're there for the game you know the concessions are a part of it but you're there for the game anyway and the game experience I'm sure was phenomenal would you say did you have a good time with that and would you go to another you know outdoor classic the game was just incredible I I think I would go again but Again, it has to, it depends on the, the weather. I mean, those of us, I mean, you guys know, you're, you live in California. I live in California. I was born yeah. in Texas, but, you know, live in California now. So we don't do snow and ice the way other people do snow and ice. We, <laughs> I mean, the only ice I like is the ice in the, on the rink and the ice in my drink. And that's it. I don't want it, you know accumulating in places yeah. yeah so I mean I have winter clothes but you, yeah, I don't think we understand winter the way it happens in Minnesota or in Pittsburgh yeah. or in Canada yeah. <laughs> well I'm from Chicago so, Chris so like I I grew up in in winter okay, cold yeah. really really cold uh, climates and stuff but okay. I haven't lived there in like almost 15 years so oh, I, it would be a tough I would be freezing <laughs> like when yeah. I saw that the winter classic say. is when I saw that the next one's going to be in Minnesota I mean depending on what happens with the state of the world right now but if there is a winter classic in in Minnesota I was like yeah I think I'm gonna have to do a hard pass on that one like see I'm the opposite I'm like I want to go like really I want like oh, that winter really? experience where it's like it's snowing like I want the full thing I mean it's like wow everyone's shaking their head well no. you no, go girl. I'm saying no we can we can yeah, do you, you can go do your podcast from there and then you know we can just report to you from our living rooms and and you can be like you know outside yes. girl in the rink like. I'll have a microphone Ray Ray I'll, I'll borrow your microphone and be Perfect. like reporting live from winter there you go <laughs> you're gonna be like reporting live from the Minnesota and Chris and I are gonna be like oh my gosh it's so hot out we can't even wear our jerseys to watch oh this game it's too hot yeah we'll be there in our <laughs> just give me a <laughs> just give me a shot of whiskey I'll be fine <laughs> okay let's you know see what? go That's ahead true, let's, let's make this happen that's true though. If you, it's if true. you drink Whiskey more, you then up. yeah, you'll you'll be all nice and toasty and who knows how much of the game you'll remember, but you know, you drink enough and you'll be nice and warm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's okay. They, I'll I'll take one for the team, guys, <laughs> and I will gladly go to the winter classic. There you go. If they do a winter classic in Arizona, I'm there. I will definitely be there for that. Yeah. But oh yeah. 
probably not in the winter areas. Although I do, I mean, I like cold weather. Um, the arenas that I've seen in Canada are just phenomenal. They do hockey so different and it's just, it's, it's amazing. I was stuck in Ottawa uh <laughs> december a couple that years sounds ago. already a little you're like i'm stuck oh in Ottawa. God. this is gonna be a good <laughs> this story was bad though oh so what we happened get there right and we didn't understand that the hotel okay is a certain two miles away from any type of food right and oh. so we're plowing through the snow it's december it's negative 15 degrees and there's like windshield like crazy, and we have to walk two miles to get food <laughs> in the snow outside. Andy, you gotta I, you go know, find a uh, a liquor store for for alcohol. You can't just gosh, they didn't even you know, have that. Go anywhere. <laughs> it, it was bad. Um, you know, I was I was dragging my poor husband along. Actually, I'm lucky I'm still married. That was just that was a bad a bad thing. He was so upset. <laughs> <laughs> So after that, though, I planned my other, you know, winter hockey trips much better, the ones in Canada where we weren't going to get stuck walking two miles in negative 15 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, oh, but it man. makes for a good story, right? And <laughs> I told Bobby we went through you, that for him. And should. what did he, he say? He shouldn't have. He's like, what? Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> He's like, you California girl didn't know but, better. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. I'm sure got a good laugh oh my gosh that was so bad but hey it's <laughs> good tell us a little bit more about your photography you had you listed off some of your a little bit about you at the beginning of the episode and uh breezy mentioned it in the in the intro with your instagram where you're a photographer and you take pictures of the players and tell us how you got into that and uh what you sort of do when you go to games and how you incorporate that photography yeah um well i've always done photography i did i worked for the newspaper when i was in high school and then in college and i would shoot sports um shoot whatever they wanted me to shoot and then with the hockey thing it just turned into i mean i took my camera to a game and i guess it just kind of came together because i mean i've always liked taking pictures anyway and uh, it was kind of neat if you were on the glass a couple times and some players see you taking pictures they'll some of them will do things like they'll make funny faces they'll you know they'll smile they'll <laughs> yeah a few of them have some pretty i've had radulov come up to me with his stick and just go ah, and start banging the glass in front of me because you know he's a crazy man and yeah he just yeah. he totally yeah it was crazy so sometimes you get responses like that too um but yeah it's just become one of these things where i really they love to go to the game and hang out either. Um, usually it's the visitor side because it'll be Ducks games and I've taken pictures of the Ducks. That's okay. I'm here for the other team, usually the away team, whoever they happen to be. And if I can position myself near the bench, you get some really great shots. You get guys drinking, you guys spraying themselves with water, which is always a nice shot. Just, you know, um, sometimes yeah. you get <laughs> sometimes you get guys like kind of you know having fun with other guys or pushing each other or they're talking at center ice or you know it's it's kind of neat and the way i shoot i kind of do like more of a portrait style so it isn't your typical mm. sports photography um i would probably have to have glass seats for the game to be able to shoot an actual sports photography sort of thing in action and i can't afford it that's yeah. just way too good so you know warm-ups 
warmies, I will be on the glass. I will be shooting as long as they let me do that. Um, Honda Center's gotten kind of strange with the camera policy, so it's not always something I can do. Yes. Yeah. I was there for sucks. the women's, the USA Canada game oh, with huh? the women's team that was there. Yeah. And they were being like very weird. A friend of mine had a camera and he likes to take pictures as well, yeah. like during, you know, the breaks and stuff, the breaks, the intermission and like during warm ups and stuff. And they were like, no, no, no. And like being really weird about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. That started happening maybe the last two seasons, which is really disappointing because that's, you know, that's part of the big part of why I like going to games too, is to catch warm ups and be able to take those pictures. Um, Staples Center though, has always been like a really great place to shoot. They've got the best lighting, their glass is clean, which is nice. <laughs> These are the things that matter when you're trying to get a good shot. And, and they're always really cool about it. Like I've never had issues with, you know, Staples security giving me a hard time or anything. And I mean, it's not even, it's not like a professional camera. It's obviously somebody that's just taking fan pictures. You know, it's not like I go and sell them or anything like that. Um, but what's neat is that uh, sometimes the players get used to you doing that. And they'll see, like, if I post a picture and I tag them on it, the next thing I know, they're using that picture for their, like, Twitter avatar or for their Instagram avatar. And it's such, it's like the biggest honor to see that and be like, oh, my gosh, he likes my picture. and he's going to use it. So I've had some guys. That is awesome. Yeah, really, like, go out of their way to, to ask me for pictures, too. Some guys have done that. You know, they'll, like, slide into my DMs and say, hey, can I get a copy of that picture? And I'm like, sure. So yeah, it's, it's actually, are you not like freaking out when you get those DMS and you have like the blue check mark from their name and you're like, Oh my God, he's sliding in my DMS. I would be geeking out. No, seriously. I have like chills right now. Just talking about it. Like, (laughs) but yeah. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, what is this? So yeah, it's, it's awesome. And you know, just, yeah. And it's another thing too, just goes to show how down to earth some of these players are that they feel like, oh yeah, I can, yeah. I'll just, you know, she's a fan. I'll just contact her and see if, you know, she'll give me a copy of the picture. Like, you know, that easy. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm untouchable and I, yeah, go through my agent or whatever. Yeah. No, you know, they're, they're very nice guys. And it's the same way somebody would just ask a friend for one. It's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I noticed that you post a lot of happy birthday shout outs to them. <laughs> I mean, how do you keep track of all these birth? I'm just like, how does she know it's their oh birthday? Without, my like, gosh. It seems like you're so on top of it. Do you have like a spreadsheet or something no. that's just like, oh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest way I found to actually use pictures of everybody I take is to do their birthdays because everybody has a birthday. So at one point during the year, I'll be able to uh-huh. use their picture and post a happy birthday. Um, it really doesn't have anything to do with like who my favorites are. Although if you're my favorite, most likely I'm taking pictures of you. Um, but even, you know, other guys on the team, I might not know who it is, but I got a great picture of somebody doing something. So I'll find out who he is. Okay. When's his birthday? Okay. Um, but I use a, I use a site. It's, um, hockeyreference.com. And, uh, Mm -hmm. they actually have a lot of great spreadsheets. And you can sort yeah. everybody in there by birth date. So all I have to do is type up, Ooh. okay, March 26th. Whose birthday is March 26th? And it gives me all the players that were born on that date. So then I can just, you know, look and see, okay, well, who do I have a picture of? Oh, I have a picture of this guy. Okay, I'll post that. 
So yeah, that's, that's kind of how that started up. And just because I don't have a picture gotcha. of him doesn't mean that I don't wish him a happy birthday. It just means I don't have a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is so cool that you've got all that. So let's keep with the one more player question for you, since we're talking about the players, do you, who's your current top MVP favorite player in the league currently? Oh gosh. MVP. That is a hard question. There's so many different reasons why somebody could be MVP too. Or your, your favorite player that you love watching play right now. It doesn't have to be like the best in the league, but um, you know, in your opinion, who's, who's your favorite person to watch play? Well, I still love watching Bobby. I still have to support Bobby Ryan because you know, he's my boy. And now that he's back, I can watch him play. Um, but I really love watching, you know, David Perron play. I like his style. I tend to like kind of the pesky guys. I, you know, the, the agitators that some people hate, <laughs> but uh, like Antoine <laughs> Roussel, I love Antoine Roussel. I know everybody can't stand the guy and, you know, they'll say, oh, he's such a, Ugh. but he's like the yeah. sweetest guy and he's so good to his fans and he's hilarious. Some of the stuff that he does on the ice, yeah. just like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> But anyway, so yeah. then what are your thoughts on, on, um, Brad Marchand? Oh gosh. Well, if not, not no, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. If you. That's too pesky for you. That's too, too extreme. I think you should keep your Licking tongue people's in your mouth. faces. Yeah. You should keep your tongue <laughs> in your mouth. That, then, you know, ugh. yuck. All right. He, he kind of, yeah, I think he That's goes funny. over the line a little bit, but. I don't know. Maybe if I was a huge Bruins fan, then I would say, you know, I love the guy. I love how he riles the other guys up and he gets people into it. So I, you know, I can see both sides, but personally I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I think he's good for the game. I think he's yeah. good for the league. I think it adds a, you know, a little reason to get people extra fired up at, at the shenanigans he pulls. And I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it's a little strategic on his yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you have to know when you can try to get away with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Otherwise you're going to end up on the bench. <laughs> yeah. So then who is your hunk? Like your number one hunk? Is it uh, Sagan? Probably Tyler. It would have to be Tyler. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot what of about... really good looking guys in the league. I mean, shoot. <laughs> oh yeah. I think hockey has the best looking guys like across oh, yeah. the board. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah. Henrik Next Lundqvist. to tennis? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tennis? <laughs> Who <better>. watches tennis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah, Hank. Hank. I mean, amazing, right? He's a good looking guy. Patrice Bergeron, really good looking. Mm -hmm. And I like Chris Letang. There's, there's a lot of, a lot of guys out there that you know, turn your eyes. So who's your favorite hockey lady? So do you have like a, a woman in hockey that you really admire or like, or like to follow uh, let's... from like on or off the ice? Like a player's wife or a broadcaster um, or um, a player, Kendall, on, you know, one of the women's. Yeah. She's, she's awesome too. Kendall Coyne Schofield. She's, I mean, I like listening to her do her broadcast and she's good with the color. Um, as far as like me, a hockey lady personality, um, I don't know if you guys follow her, but uh, JT Brown's wife, Lexi, 
Um, I think her Instagram no. is Lexi Lafleur. Oh my gosh, hilarious! Her stuff is just so funny because it's her and the kids, and you know, living the life of a of a hockey wife. She's That's very funny. entertaining. If you don't follow her, you should. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. You know who else is really entertaining to watch? Yeah, well, when say, she posts her stories. <laughs> you guys should check out uh, Courtney Muzzin. She's hilarious. Okay. All she does is just make fun of Jake Muzzin pretty much every story. And <laughs> it's, she's hilarious. And she has like this super like high pitched voice that she talks in. And you're just like, wow, I did not know that I needed this in my life, but I'm glad it's here. <laughs> she's got oh a private gosh. account, just so you know. So I follow, I put her in a request. Oh, is she private right now? For Maybe Courtney. Yeah, I think she'll not the one you said. We'll see. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, try to get Lexi Lafleur on your uh, on your follow list yes. too. She's she's funny. It's a lot of poop jokes too, because you know her kids I think are going through potty <laughs> training, so she has a lot of poop jokes. <laughs> I'll think that's funny. I like that kind of humor. <laughs> so- Oh, that's funny. Well, speaking of, I guess, uh, I don't, I don't even, what were we just talking about? Oh, favorite Oop. hockey God, ladies. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh. Hockey ladies, yeah. No, I just got completely sidetracked by poop jokes. And I... <laughs> anyway, do you have like a, a favorite hockey city, whether you've, you know, have been to this place or you're dying Ooh. to go to this place? Like, is there a city that's just you know, fresh in your mind at all times where you're just like, this is like, this is the city I got to go to that's, or anyone should go that's to. That's a tough one. After I go to a city and I see the arena and I spend the time there, then I feel like that's my favorite city. It's like every city I've just been yeah. to is my favorite city. <laughs> I'd have to say though that Montreal, Montreal was awesome. We did um, Toronto and Montreal okay. back in uh, November and it was just like before that i think my favorite arena was vegas because of the whole entertainment thing and you know they do such a good job at that it's vegas that's their thing but like for the whole history of hockey um montreal just does it like nobody else and really there the whole the city is very charming first of all but then on top of that you have this it's almost like a church like you go there and everybody worships hockey and it's just this whole thing we did the tour of the uh bell center which is only like 15 dollars. highly recommended if you ever go to montreal you have to do the tour of the bell center um how do you how do you get to the tour do you like ask them do you no it's actually like a sign they sell tickets on ticketmaster and then you just get a ticket like you would to a game and you pick a date pick a date that they don't have a game because then they'll take you into locker rooms <laughs> so oh. yeah so pick a date that's not a game Fun date fact. exactly this is this is my tip how to make it the best trip and then uh you go <laughs> yeah you go to the to the tour you do the tour they have ones in french and ones in english so obviously if you don't speak french don't take the french tour um but they'll take you well, it might be kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> i think they'll make fun of you the whole time <laughs> Probably, oh, and you wouldn't even know it because you yeah, can't understand exactly. French. <laughs> but they take you up into the press area, which is above the arena. So you get to see that. You get to see like um, the the press room afterwards, where the coach will do his 
you know, speaking and everything where the, the drop, bo- drop, what is that? Backdrop? Yeah, the television. Step backdrop. and repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the podium and everything. So they take you into that room. They show you the locker rooms. They show you all the history on their walls. Um, they take you into like the alumni room because there's a, an alumni room where only they get to sit. There's a little corner where only uh, Jean Beliveau's family gets to sit. And you get to actually go in there and sit in the chair. Like, oh, yay. (laughs) So if you're a hockey fan, this was like amazing. They have all these paintings on the walls of every single captain they've ever had. And that's in their captain's room. So you get to go check that out. And it's just, it's incredible. And at the end of the tour, if you keep your ticket, they give you uh, like 20% off in their gift shop. So don't buy anything until after the tour when you have your, yeah, your uh, tour ticket as your coupon. <laughs> this is right. excellent advice. I've not been to Montreal. It's on my list oh, to go to Canadians. You have to go. That's game. just, it's okay. phenomenal. And I mean, their whole, the feel of it in the arena when they start the show and everything, they've got all the lights and it's just, it's different. It's different to ha- experience it there and to hear the, the Canadian anthem there with all of the people singing along. It's just really, really neat. That's a church That's I cool. can get behind. Like yeah, a church. seriously. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like that's well, I would have to thank say. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. You have so many amazing stories and experiences, and you gave us so many great tips now too with with traveling <laughs> and hockey experiences. So thank you for taking the time to come on and talk some hockey with us. And why don't you tell everybody one more time where they can uh, follow you on social media? Great. Um, well, the Instagram is um, at all Tyler's fault, all one word. And then there's also a Twitter account. If you guys want to follow that, you can follow that. It's um, at coyote ducks 54. And I just wanted to thank you guys too, for letting me come on and talk a little bit. This was a lot of fun. If you ever need anybody to, you know, give you, arena tips or whatever I've, I've gone to over half of them so I could give you some tips and, and everything when I go it's all about the hockey and the food so yeah while I'm on the Yelp I'm finding all the good restaurants and then seeing the games so I'm willing to come on anytime and share with y'all definitely awesome. have you back when when hockey is back and people start going again and uh we'll definitely have you do a little little tips uh, we can have you do a fun segment where you you give your tips on what to do in each it's each city and arena <laughs> sounds great thank you thanks yeah thank you Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.